Welcome to our first episode of the Who, What, When, Where, and the Why podcast. My name is Kathleen Johnson, and I'm the Membership and Marketing Director at the Tuscarawas County YMCA. Joining me today are Program Directors Stacy Harlan and Jason Ike, and Member Service Coordinator and IT Guru Gary Hammond. Uh, these three are going to help me share our why mission and our purpose, and also, with any luck, entertain you for just a little while. Um, our goal today on our very first podcast is to tell you our why stories as the way to get to know us a little bit. And so when we end the podcast with however million viewers will watch it, you all become our new friends. So there's no pressure, guys, right? No pressure at all. These three will be absolutely amazing. Well, at least you said millions and not billions of viewers. So but That's right. Millions. Millions, Jason Ike <laughs> is going to watch this. Uh. Jason Ike, Jason Ike followers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we also hopefully will inspire and motivate our listeners to come alongside us and to improve their health and the spirit and the spirit of the community. So say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. All right. So as have any of you done a podcast before? Let's like talk about Never. that. Nope. <laughs> yes, I actually have. I actually had one back in two thousand and. Five to 2008, my own personal one. 1820? Back, really? I didn't know back that. Back in 1820? Yeah, back in 1820. 1820. Yeah. So this is yeah. 2008, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere back then. Um, yeah, I did it for about three years, right as they were starting to come out before uh, the video and everything. And Sweet. even like the amazing roads cast right there, those weren't even existent yet. You just did it right into your computer. What did you talk about? Tech, pop culture. Back then, you kept it to about thirty minutes. Yeah, Papa Smurf. Well, back well, think about back then's when Marvel was starting to come about. So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'd be much more comfortable talking about that now. I'm just kidding. All right, all right, all right. Pull it together, guys. So, the first challenge for my team here is um, while I give you a little bit of why information, I'm going to have them think of their slogan. All right, to go along with your name. So you got to be a little bit creative. No already, pressure. No I, I knew she did. I'm ready. Because that's why I did this, because, you know, my friend over here, <laughs> I, I, I totally don't understand the question. Well, okay. I'll let Stacey go first. Okay. Once we get there, <laughs> she'll get to go first. So to get started, I'm going to take a little, uh, couple minutes here for our listener, listener to just know the why and our purpose. The why is the leading nonprofit committed to strengthening community by connecting all people to their potential, purpose, and each other. We focus on empowering young people, improving health and wellness, and inspire action in and across communities. We believe strong communities are possible only when we invest in our kids, in our health, and in our neighbors. The Y is, is community-centered, and for nearly 170 years nationally and 100 years locally, yes, I said 100 years locally in Tuscarawas County, um, what a year to be celebrating 100 years, right? Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yes. Um, but for the for, but for a hundred years, we've been listening and responding to the community's needs. In the U.S., the Y is comp is comprised of twenty seven hundred YMCA's in approximately twenty thousand full time staff and six hundred thousand volunteers in ten thousand communities across the country, which is pretty cool. So, if you love numbers, which I know Stacy does, I personally prefer pictures. So, if this was more a little more animated, I would like it. Uh, the Y engages nine million youth, 
13 million adults each year in the U.S. Worldwide, the Y serves more than 45 million people in 119 countries. Did you all know that? No. No? So when I test you on those later, you'll know that's part of your rapid-fire stuff. Remember those questions, right? So the why is accessible to all, <laughs> and the financial assistance is offered to individuals and families who cannot afford membership. So with all that said, um, it's your turn to chime in about the YMCA mission. Well, I have another statistic, oh. if you're interested. Um, actually, more than one million kids a year learn how to swim at a YMCA. Wow. So, that's awesome. um, That's a pretty amazing number. Um, there's more out there that need it, though. So yeah. that's our mission is to try to get every single child that we can uh, to learn how to swim. It's a life skill. It's absolutely necessary. So one million is a big number, but, but it, it needs to be bigger. Wow. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. So our mission statement, um, the Tuscarawas County YMCA is committed to enriching the lives of everyone in the community by developing a healthy spirit, mind, and body through member services and programs that are based on Christian principles and values of Caring, caring, honesty, honesty respect, and, and responsibility. responsibility. Let's try to get that right next time, Jason. <laughs> um, so that's yeah, our she's mission. Putting us on the spot, I know it's very, that's painfully obvious. And and you know, you and I are going to be doing a lot of these, so you better get next time. Going. I'm going to have all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so this Change is our mission. Change Those change are our numbers. Um, our focus. And um, now I want to introduce you to the team that's here. So lately, our staff meetings have looked much more like the um, intro to the Brady Bunch because we've been doing Zoom meetings. Yeah, and right. so these are my brothers and sisters right here. <laughs> and so, um, so we're not on video frame today. So you're all in the same room together. Are you going to be inspired? So Last five years, we've been primarily focusing on building relationships. And then a boulder got stuck in the middle of our road with COVID, with a big name COVID on it. And um, we had to refocus and um, uh, jump over that rock and continue our momentum. Um, so we've turned our lifeguards and our wellness staff people into customer service representatives and door greeters um, and cleaning staff. And we've turned our member service center staff into phone service representatives, right? Because yes. they don't see quite as much uh, coming tra traffic coming through. We turned our directors into technology-driven crazy people. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we all had to adapt and moved on, move on. So as we start, Stace, tell me who you are and what's your slogan. Oh, goodness. Okay, so I am Stacy Harlan. I am the aquatic director, and I'm also in charge of safety at the Y, which right now... Um, challenging <laughs> to say the least uh, my slogan would be i keep the water wet uh, drop the mic right thank you. there thank you <laughs> got it jason ike are you ready I'll be here next week no gary yeah. gary can go ahead, oh, gary can go ahead. <laughs> mine's gonna be so no, underwhelming no pressure <laughs> okay gary this is for you slogan i have no clue yeah <laughs> oh come on guru i'll i'll go i yeah uh i'm jason ike i'm the health and wellness director and I guess I lift heavy things. Ah, <laughs> very good. Go to, go to the muscles. Good, good. <laughs> served I like me it. well for I 20 years. But what do you do at the Y, Jason? <laughs> I run everything healthy. health and wellness. So fitness classes, personal training, the wellness center, all the classes, overseas, over sneakers, all that stuff. 
That's me. <laughs> That's Jason. All right. All right. Well, I'm Gary Hammond. I am over at the Member Service Center. That is the uh, front desk. So anytime you walk in, you're probably going to see me or one of my staff right there at the front. And many of you probably have already know exactly who I am because you've seen me many times when you walk in. Um, I've recently I've just been made uh, into their our internal IT guy. That's hence the uh, it. IT guru. <laughs> Well deserved. It. Well deserved. Yes. That's what the we're going to call you. The it. It. As for slogan, I'm just going to go by what I've been calling myself for about 20 years, the extreme alpha geek. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. And I am Kathleen Johnson, marketing and membership, and I'm also a yoga instructor. So my slogan is, if I can't market it, I will just meditate and send it out through mind waves. Ha. Huh. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. <laughs> she All had right. more time to think I about did. that. I did. Right. I like being in control here. I, I had some. I had a retort, but it a... probably wouldn't be podcast friendly. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you can tell, we are super like family at the Y, and these I brought these guys together with me today because they're probably the ones I spend the most time with. Um, and there are more, and we'll start to bring more with us on our next podcast. Uh, obviously, our CEO, Tiffany Fox, who um, is pretty dynamic on her own, probably will need to be on an episode completely by herself because um, she, will, she will command the stage, um, which she should as a CEO. And, Can we get her uh, to sing? Yeah, uh, and maybe yeah, we will get her to sing because totally. she rocks it. Like totally. She is amazing. Um, and... So we will we will definitely do that. We'll put that on her podcast. Sing. Yes. Write that note down, will you? Huh. Podcast <laughs> assistant. There's another <laughs> title for you. Hey. <laughs> yes. So the question to the team is, um, tell me your why story. Where did you start? What was your first job at the Y? Maybe who brought you to the Y or introduced you to it? Um, and then what motivates you to do what you do? To do what you do. I think there's a song in there. Are somewhere. you singing now? I probably will. It's a theme. Stacy Harlan. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. So uh, my story is just a little bit different. I my first experience with the Y was not actually within the walls of a YMCA. Um, I was a competitive swimmer and I swam for a USA team and our team ended up uh, collaborating with a Y team. Uh, that was about an hour away from our actual location. Um, so my first experience was swim team through a Y, even though I wasn't within the Y walls. Or in the um, state. Or in, um, in this state. You weren't in this state. No, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a West Virginia gal. So um, you can, we'll tell all the jokes. We'll tell all the jokes later. Um, I've heard them all. But, um, but yeah, so I grew up in West Virginia in the Charleston area, and, and we, we had a, a team in Huntington that uh, trained at a Y and our team combined. So um, my first aha moment, I love the Y, was actually at Y Nationals. And anyone who has been a, a Y swimmer and has been to Y Nationals, it's, it's a party. I'd never been to a competition that was like a party. It was fun. I mean, competition's fun, but it was fun. We paraded in in costumes. We stood around the pool and sang the YMCA song and did the arms and everything. And I thought, wow, this is, this is pretty incredible. This is my place. Um, fast forward a few years. Uh, when I was in college, I, this is going to be shocking, I know. My first job at the Y was a lifeguard. Um, and that was at the Charleston Y uh, in West Virginia. Uh, went to college to swim and um, moved to Ohio with the man that was going to be my husband. 
and started working again as a lifeguard and swim instructor at the Canton YMCA. That's when it was the downtown area Y before it was torn down and became the Eric Snow Y. Um, and then the job posting, um, you know, came up about the aquatic director at the here at the Tuscarawas Y. And I thought, you know what, why not go for it, give it a shot. And um, that's how I got here. So I have been with the Tuscarawas Y since 2003, fall of 2003. I've been uh, part of a YMCA staff team since January of 2000. So it's it's been a while. Um, what motivates me? What makes me want to do what I do? Um, well, it's water and that's all I've ever done. So, um, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I'm now a new, an old dog. So, um, I'm going to stick with water, but, um, what I love about what I do is that there's so many different ways to utilize my medium. Okay. Um, you can use it for fitness. You can use it for therapy. Mm -hmm. You can use it for fun. Um, you can use it as an alternative way for weight loss. I've, I've had a lot of folks come in and they do not want to do a land class because um, they don't want to be doing anything where everyone can see what they're doing. And that's the great thing about water. No one can see it. It's just you. And um, we've had lots of success stories at the Y with folks that have lost. I mean, we're talking over 100 pounds. Um, just coming in and, and starting off as floating and then starting to water walk a little bit. Um, I like that so much can be done with what I do and that it is a life skill that when you learn it, um, you can save a life or you can save your own life. So, um, and then just the kids, my gosh, what a better place to, to engage with kids than around the water. Um, they are so much fun and, uh, I get to see them grow. I've seen kids that have started in my swim lesson program that I had as a preschooler that are now swimming in high school and getting ready to, to gosh, I'm old. No, no, I'm old. No. Um, I was at your interview, so you okay, were not so, quite as old but, as me. But all, so. all seriousness, kids that started in preschool levels that are now like in either in high school or, or going off to college to swim. So that's pretty amazing. And that keeps me, keeps me motivated. I, I want more of that. I want to do more of that for as long as I can. So yeah, you definitely have the biggest age range in yes. your department. Absolutely. I, we so. start at six months, six wow. months. We yeah. can start um, working with, with, with a little one just to get comfortable in the water. And um, I have folks coming into my pool area now for exercise class that are in their early 90s. Wow. It's yeah. pretty incredible. So pretty cool. I get to work with all of them. It's great. And a lot of times well. they come back as staff. Which they do. It's probably pretty, pretty, yes. pretty fulfilling. Absolutely. So I already know right. them. It's cool. I already know them. I've seen them. I've worked with them. Interviewing them all I may have life. taught them how to swim. <laughs> so yeah, pretty well, cool. And I think one of the cool things is, is a lot of times uh, a, a swimmer's first job is with the YMCA because they become a, a lifeguard. Absolutely. Right. Or yeah. teach swim lessons. And so what I love about what you do is not only are you working with members, but you are, um, are working in molding people into job skills. Oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of times when you're there, that first job, um, that's that's a big responsibility on the director to really just bring them into the workforce in the right way and teach them some of that. I love that about the why, that we can be that kind of organization as well, to not just be in um, our program skills, but also in life skills all the way across. You ready, Jason? Sure. You want the questions again? The questions. No. Uh, 
This is just a why story part, right? Well, why story and what motivates you to uh, do what you do? Well, my why story, uh, I've been in the why. I started coming to the Tuscarawas County YMCA in 1982, and I was one. So my mom brought me in every single, I mean, it was ridiculous. I was in swim classes. I was in gymnastics classes, and this is the 80s. So boys in gymnastics classes were not, is not as accepted as it is now. So I was pretty much the only guy, did and have, it was. Did uh, you have hair? I surprisingly I had hair. I probably had a lot of hair, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was, uh, I was uh, in gymnastics classes and all kinds of stuff, hair. martial arts classes and all that. So I became really just a part of the Y. I uh, love the YMCA. Always was a great place for me to develop friendships and hang out. And then I started to get into fitness uh, in the early two thousands. And I started uh, working out at the Y, just in the wellness center in the weight room. Figured out that I kind of wanted to change my career path and s- take up health and wellness as a career. So I went back to school uh, and got a uh, national personal training diploma. Came to the Y, actually. My first job at the Tuscarawas County YMCA was in the janitorial staff. So I was a janitor at night. Um, and so that was interesting. Uh I liked it because it was self-paced and I, I've always kind of thrived in those environments. But then I was, I had a, at the same time I was, uh, I owned a gym in Cleveland. It was kind of like a, a meathead, sort of like a, just an iron gym, you know, sort of, there really wasn't a lot of program. It was just coming to lift weights and, uh, loved that experience. But I knew that I kind of wanted to be a little bit closer to home. And I always thought in the back of my head that I would probably come back you know, to, to the Tusk County Y an opportunity to do that as a personal trainer, I believe around 2009, and uh, started teaching classes that seemed to go relatively well, and that I was offered an opportunity to take over the department uh, three years ago, and uh, accepted that, and uh, it's been an awesome journey. I'm also the Turkey Trot Race Director. That's very fulfilling. Uh, Absolutely love it, and I don't, I'm not a runner. Like I said, with the motto, I lift heavy stuff. So it was it was definitely <laughs> great to get out of uh, my comfort zone and uh, just find out what makes 5K races tick because I would never want to do one myself, but I, I, I will organize one. That, uh, <laughs> that'd be great. But you what motivates me... heavy stuff. I know, right? You know, you can do that. But uh, what motivates me is uh, kind of like what Stacy said. It's uh, really... It's really inspiring, and it's really it just makes you feel good when you're a part of someone's life. Uh, people come to us for a variety of reasons. Uh, a lot of fitness now has kind of turned into aesthetics and just who can look the best. And uh, that's, in my opinion, that's not what it should be about at the whole. It's supposed to be about health and wellness. And if you can come in and help someone change uh, the quality of their life, be it from changing the composition of their body, be it from just being becoming a little bit healthier, changing, making a lifestyle change. It's uh, really fulfilling to, to be a part of that, and I'm honored that I have been able to do that with so many of my clients and just overseeing the department as a whole. It just makes you real, feel real good when you're doing something like that to change the trajectory of an individual's life. Good job. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Shiny star because he wants to come back to more podcast information. That's exactly what it is. Um, Gary Hammond. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Wow. Come on now. I, I needed tissues. <laughs> I was going to get a tissue. I have to follow Jason. <laughs> They're mocking me. This, no, we're not. This is what happens. We love you, Jason. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. 
Oh, what brought me to the Y? Well, first of all, I mean, I'm Tuscarawas County, born and raised, uh, Twin City area, Denison. So I really didn't spend much time at the Y growing up um, because, you know, in the 80s, you just didn't come to Dover and Philly for much unless you really had to. So <laughs> you just didn't. Okay. I mean, that's, well, that's that was the culture that, down there. That, and there's friend, even some still today that do right, that. I have friends in that area, and that's exactly, they feel like this, this could be, this might as well be Cleveland. It, that's how they feel. Oh, yeah. So, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we just you know, didn't come up here, so the Y okay. was kind of out of our, you know, we just didn't think about it. Um, so, I mean, my first actual experience at the Y would have been my junior prom. Our after party was at the Y. That was in 94. And there was a remodel after that, too. So what I remember it to when I did finally come back to it. Did you have a tux on? No, because we did a swim and gym. Oh. You didn't swim in your tux? Prom. No. <laughs> that would have been this fun was a to junior watch. Pro- Oh, a junior prom. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Got distracted. Obviously. <laughs> it was after prom. After Oh, after prom. I thought you said junior prom, and I was like, okay. Yeah, junior year after prom. After prom. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, at one point, I moved down to Athens, Ohio. I was down there for about nine and a half, ten years. I moved back to the area in 2013. And at this point, my parents both were members of the Y because they were retired and needing to do stuff. Uh, they were in the silver sneaker program, and they were in the pool with Stacy taking – Aqua Fit, I do believe it was, and yeah. Joy of Living, I think the other class in the large pool my mom was doing at the time. Yeah, and harassing me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. my dad found out who, where you were. and yeah. Yeah. Found out where you were. Where I, I was. Get her. Where am I? Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> yeah, she lived in Yorksville at the time. So, yeah, she was yeah. a Claymont girl. I was at the time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so when I moved back, my mom said, well, we're going here. I'm, we're going to get you a membership, and you can start coming in. You've gained a little bit of weight. Well, you've been living in Athens, working at a, managing a restaurant. So, gotta love mom. I'm like, okay, cool. Why not? Because I, I moved home to kind of help them out because they were, uh, my dad was having health issues. So, I was driving them places. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm fair, if I'm going to be there for two hours with them, well, they have to get there at 8 30 in the morning, even though the class didn't start till 10 30. With all the other silver sneakers that sat in our lobby and for two hours before class talking. Relationship building. Yes. No, I don't know how much that was going on <laughs> with that group. Unfortunately, that's a casualty of COVID, too. Yes, it is. do miss seeing them in the lobby yeah. talking. Yeah, absolutely. Solving world problems, as they used to call it. Huh. Yes, they were. Yeah. Solving yes. World, yeah, I, I world was in problems. some of those conversations. <laughs> okay, so then. So uh, from there, it was just I slowly kind of met everybody that was at the Y, just for me being there for like those time waiting for them to get done. Um, and then Steph Wells, who was uh, the leader, uh, senior program director at the time, also still a teacher or instructor for Silver yeah. Sneakers, asked if I wanted to become a building supervisor a couple of days a week and just walk the building and, you know, make sure everybody was, you know, behaving themselves, I guess you could say. So I did that for about six months. And then I was asked if I wanted to join the front desk member service center team. Sure, why not? Got put on there, and next thing I know, I'm over it, and now I'm the IT person. And <laughs> that's how it works, you know, at a Y. Yeah. Oh, I know. I keep I keep hearing yeah. that. It's like the mafia, like Godfather Three. Yeah. Once you think you're out, they pull you back in. You got to be careful. Yeah. Nobody's going to get that. You got to be careful sharing what your talents <laughs> and strengths are, because yes, yeah, you, nobody you told me that. Doing at first. something you never thought you'd ever do. Yes. Yeah, nobody told me that up front. 
Yeah. I mean, that's how I was doing sports photos because sure. Isaiah realized, oh, you're good at doing pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're just the only one around, so hey, you're doing it. Uh, yeah, he did that a lot, didn't he? <laughs> Isaiah, yeah, so, we love you if you listen to this. That's right, and he will. Um, he will. So, um, so my first uh, entrance to the Y was bringing a little kid in for swim lessons. And uh, a girl behind the counter work, uh, I went to church with happened to know that I taught fitness uh, classes, and um, she was like, hey, are you teaching right now? I was like, I am not. And she was like, well, we need someone. And within a week, I was hired in at the Y, and um, went from two hours a week to becoming the marketing person at the Y just because I decided to tell someone I had other talents, possibly. Once again, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> it just you. all keeps coming in. So uh, so super glad to be around to the Y and just absolutely love. What motivates me, I think, most is um, just knowing that we are making a difference um, in people's lives as they come in regardless of whether it's just a mood difference or um, an actual skill. Um, But we become their second home, and uh, that's what I I truly love about it. So um, think about what uh, what's your – I know we all set those New Year's resolutions, right? We're kind of in the resolution solution business, right? Um, But what's what's your goal for this year, maybe personally or for the why? I mean, I – I know that we've we've taken this like crazy journey since uh, January when we might have said, "I'm going to work on this word this year." And I know my word was empathy, um, and and that was more of a personal thing. Um, and then you know things just get crazy, and um, and we're the doors of the Y close, and that was a scary place for us. And then we ended up in home offices, and that was even scarier, I think. Um, and then, um, so, and then we, we're always trying to refocus. So what, what's your focus? What was your focus in January of 2020? (laughs) And is it the same? Like, do you feel like you're, you're still on that, that personal journey for the why? What do you, what do you think? What are we aiming for? (laughs) Well, um, gosh, I would say in January, um, gosh, COVID really ruined things for me. Um, no, I I really wanted to try to get into the schools or at least get, get a collaboration with the schools, even if it was just a certain grade, really talking about water safety. Um, and, and not just like in swimming pools, but in lakes. We're, we're close to a lot of lakes. And, and yeah. you look at what people are doing now with, with outdoor pools not opening, everybody's going to the lake. They're getting their own backyard pool um, you know, set up. So I, w- I was really, we have a wonderful program called Safety Around Water. Um, those that are a little bit older might remember to splash. Um, we used to teach that at the Y. Um, I was really hoping to, you know, by springtime, at least get into a couple of the schools or, you know, at least hold something at the Y. Um, yeah, that's... It was hard to teach swimming without water. Yes, right? it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird. and it was hard to, you know, talk to all the kids in the schools when school was not in session um, and everyone was, you know, social distancing and staying home. So, um, you know, that that goal was kind of smashed for me a little bit. Um, as far as the why, my goal for now for the rest of the year is really just to try to get people back in. 
Um, it, I think a lot of folks are in the same boat I'm in. I, I fell victim to the, the COVID quarantine. Um, I did not uh, keep the cookies in the closet, uh, you know, in the pantry. Um, I did not exercise. We talk about how we have all this spare time to, you know, to clean the house and do yard work. And we're going to, you know, do this and do that. And you make a list of things to do. And then you find yourself, well, gosh, I heard about this awesome show on Netflix. Maybe I should check that out. Next thing you know, you've watched the all eight seasons of it um, while you were eating cookies and, and chips. So um, my personal goal is to get back on track naturally um, and, and get exercising again. And um, I, I, want, I want the same goal for everybody else. I want to get them in exercising. We still have lots of folks that are kind of nervous about coming back. We're starting our swim lessons again in September, which I'm super psyched about. Um, what a terrible time for this to hit um, right in, in the middle of spring when when you're really starting to preach the water safety. And, and that's our highest enrollment for swim lessons because, you know, the parents want to either get them refreshed or um, it gets started with swim instruction. Um, so I'm excited to start that up again. It's going to look a little different, but, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring it back the best we can. Um, so one of the things was you're going to start asking, uh, maybe in the lower levels, yes. uh, the parents to get into the water with the kids, which, um, what, what, how do you think that's going to go? And, um, I mean, I can, and, and wh how are we going to work that out? And what are some of the like safety protocols right now that you put into place when we first opened that um, we've heard some really great feedback from people about your staff and what's happening in there? But, you know, what tell tell our listeners, what is the safety protocol right now going on in in the pool area? Sure. Yeah. Um, so basically. One of the nice things about the area I work in is that it is chlorinated, <laughs> so um, so so it's very helpful. Um, it is one of the safer areas to be pretty much anywhere right now, whether you're at a gym or um, just out in public. Um, but we do have to still make sure that we are disinfecting areas that are commonly touched. So the first thing we did was we started with reservations for pool space because we wanted um, we wanted everyone to get a chance to come in, but we also wanted to make sure that we weren't overloading too many too many folks at one time. So we started with reservations um, for uh, 45 minute swim times and then uh, 15 minute downtime for us to clean any equipment that was used. Um, we disinfect the handrails, the doorknobs, the benches. I mean, anything that anyone is physically coming in contact and with. And you kind of have your own bench when you come in. Yes. So it's not like your stuff is sitting with someone else's and you've got your own space. Correct. Yeah. Good. All the benches and uh, bleachers are labeled. And so, for example, if you're swimming in lane six, this is your bench. This is where you're going to set your items and um, sit to get ready. And uh, we're, we started on opposite ends. So no one is, is starting uh, right beside each other. Um, at the same time, uh, we, when we started introducing family swim, that was a little bit trickier because, um, that was probably one of the things we got the most negative feedback about was, okay, so that's great. You're open for lap swim, but what about those of us that just want to come and just hang out and just have fun and have family time? Uh, so, so we opened that up a little bit and, um, you could reserve it per family uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of other stuff. And we were learning as we, yeah. as we went. There was no uh, guide no. to how we were doing this. Even no. though, um, and back to our numbers, we have resources across the state. Each state was a little bit different. 
on how they were allowing things to happen. And so even though we were really getting information and brainstorming with our cohorts, um, we still were we were still kind of having to do this kind of on our own. And each Y was trying to um, work with the demographic that they had and the amount of people that they had and that kind of stuff and staff Absolutely. as yeah. well. So um, I... <laughs> I've never been on so many virtual meetings uh, in my life, and I hope I never have to again. Um, during the downtime working from home, I mean, I would have five, six Zoom meetings um, just from different agencies and, and different sources, just trying to get some information. What, you know, what is the actual risk? There's a lot of information out there, and it's hard to, to know what to believe and, and, and what to trust. And... Um, I think there was one day I was literally on my computer for five hours straight, back-to-back meetings, and there were some that I had to go back and watch that were recorded because they're happening at the same time. So we mm-hmm. gather information that way, and, um, you know, folks said, okay, so you're the aquatic director. What did you do during all that downtime? Yeah, since you weren't at your pool. I was turning on my creative, uh, you know, mind and trying to figure out how am I going to do this when we, when we reopen and um, through the different phases and – that's what I was doing. And and to take the stress off of it, we just emptied the pools and let you clean them. Oh, yes. That's right. the other so, thing I was... I so forgot, there, how can I yeah, forget? How can you forget pool Solo cleaning? Solo cleaning the pool. Solo cleaning um, the pool? Absolutely. Yeah. For a 40-something woman scrubbing a pool that is 10 feet deep in one end and, and, and four feet in the other, and then you got another pool in the back... Um, God love her. Kathleen finally, you know, felt bad for me. It's a glamorous was like, position she has. <laughs> she's like, I'll come help. When do you want me to come help? She's a pressure washer. Yeah. So we got to, you know, play with the fun. pressure washer and hands and knees and scrubbing. And yeah. um, so it was nice because we were able to open with a brand new, fresh, clean pool. What a better time to have a brand new, fresh, yeah. fresh, clean pool. Um, yeah, I forgot I was doing that. I know. See How where the time that? goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you used to not have water. Yeah, and I you're, tell you're you what. You're just trying to block it out. That's all yeah, we're doing. I was. It's a I yearly was. thing. Um, it's lonely in that quiet pool. People mm-hmm. don't realize how quiet it is when the filters aren't running and the water isn't running. And it then was there's very no one, echoey. Yeah, and then there's no one else in the building. So you hear a boom and you're like, oh, ah. somebody's in here. Who is it? <laughs> um, but yeah, th- there was a lot of planning behind the scenes that, that um, all of us, I mean, we all had to go yeah. through. All different different stuff. I mean, Jason's department, completely opposite of where yours was. Mm-hmm. Um, he had all kinds of equipment, but needed to figure out how to put six feet between everything. Yes. Right, Jace? So tell us a little bit about what happened, um, what's your, you know, your, your protocol right now, um, and how that's going back there in the wellness center. Well, that had to change kind of like with everybody's uh, work at, at space, it had to change significantly. Cleaning became a top top priority. It always was uh, very important to us, but after uh, you know post the shutdown, it uh, became uh, top priority. We want to make sure first and foremost that our members and our staff are safe. So we developed a schedule where uh, the equipment is cleaned uh, parts of the gym at least once an hour. Most of it was done twice, and uh, my staff actually took it upon themselves give a shout out. I believe Angela came up with this, but they started pulling the pins out of the selectorized machines and putting them down. So when you came up on it, if, if the pin was still out of the machine, then it has not been used. Right. If it was, then that, that's a very good telltale sign that uh, it needed to be cleaned. 
But you got to shout out to the members too. Uh, very rarely do I see members not cleaning the equipment before and after. I was a little skeptical if they were going to do that. That is one of the things that we put up to remind people. You got to make sure that you're cleaning the equipment before and after. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't sure if they were going to adopt those policies, but they have. Uh, overwhelming majority uh, do it. They, there's been very little complaining. Uh, they're happy about it. They're just happy we're open. And we're just like with every other department um, and every other fitness facility, we're fighting that, I think, unfair stigma that fitness centers are an unsafe place post-COVID. I, I, I disagree. I think that they're among the safest because, first and foremost, like I said when we were talking about my philosophies and, like, what keeps me motivated, health and wellness. We hear a lot in, uh, on, in the media about uh, vaccines and ways to, to get just away from COVID, but we don't hear much about our, uh, strengthening our immune system so we don't catch it in the first place. Uh, our facility, whether it be in the pool, whether it be uh, here in my department, even in member service where you're making those connections, if your body is strong, if your, 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 your mind is strong, you're, you're, you're happy, you're going to be a lot less susceptible to uh, illness. Your immune system's not going to drop. So I think it's important that our facilities uh, can relay that information that we can do this safely. I'm very proud of the protocol that we've put in place, uh, not only in the wellness center, but down in the aerobics room for our class, classes, the spin classes, uh, the silver sneakers classes. And that's that demographic goes after a demographic that this disease is, or this illness is very, very serious for. Uh, we clean all of that equipment before and after. Uh, Steph does a great job of keeping them distanced. And I, I'm proud of what we've done. And I think we can do it safely. And I think yeah. that uh, just bringing a lot of your um, fitness instructors back, um, we've got a full lineup coming up in the fall, yes. a couple more classes coming back. Yeah, we're expanding. And so it's it's nice. Um, the the class sizes are reduced, but the um, the quality of those classes is as great as it always was. And um, what I love is that even um, while during the shutdown, your instructors were um, reaching out to their people. Sure. They were um, doing some virtual classes. They were doing some Facebook Live stuff. And um, they were really trying to continue to motivate. And, that, and that's hard. And I know just because I am an instructor that when we don't have people in front of us, it's hard to feed off of right. that. It's hard of to get our bucket full um, because that's why we do what we do. That fills our bucket. And um, so just trying to keep the instructors um, and I, I think and I think all of you did such a great job of keeping in contact with people and and doing that so then let's talk member service because um, <laughs> your guys's <laughs> role changed a whole lot because because I had this no, great idea that we were going to open we were two doing. more doors <laughs> yeah. yeah well how many plans did we actually go through before we lots settled of plans. on this there were one lots and lots of plans yeah because I know ours we pretty much did almost at a complete 180 from what we were doing because um, we opened the pool door and the uh, wellness center door and put a new mm -hmm. sidewalk in over there. So anybody coming in the front doors now, we don't see anybody unless they're coming in for a fitness class or they're an older person needing to get to the pool and they need yeah, they're coming to come in through, in through the, the, hand, uh, like the handicap area. So and I see a lot of the hard. camp kids. That's about it. Because member service feeds off of oh, yeah. obviously seeing members. that. Yep pretty helpful to us. We, um, I mean, we talk to a lot of people on the phone now. 
Yes, we do. I'm, yes, we yeah. Do. I'm we learning people's voices on the phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen for us to call you Yeah, soon. so don't be surprised if one of us goes, oh, yeah, how, how have you been, John? Because we recognize your voice now. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we see, we notice you by voice yeah, we now. We know your voice now. Yeah. Face. But yeah, I mean, we're doing as, just as much cleaning as these guys are in their yeah. departments. Yeah, absolutely. Um, trying to keep everything clean. We're taking care of the healthy living room up in the front. That's like a smaller uh, version of the wellness center. For mostly for our older community to come in, mm-hmm. um, capacity in there is five, five so five, much yeah. less people yeah. to kind of come in. So yeah, if you haven't seen that room, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a very good one to come in and take a look at. Um, I mean, the front desk. I mean, we yeah, we like I said, we did a one eighty because we went everything paperless, yeah. as opposed to before where we had here's this, here's this, take this home, take this schedule home. Now it's like, well, go to our website. Yeah, here, download this app. Note IT need for IT guru. Yeah, well, that was yes. Yeah, that's the reason you called me back. I was like, come back, we need you. Yeah, <laughs> help me. <laughs> Can we do this? Yes. Well, let's find out. Yeah. So, um, I think what we're generally saying is the why is really taken. Um, we've jumped over that that boulder in the middle of the road, and we have continued to move forward, which is what we do. It's why we do what we do. Uh, we are not people who are uh, not self-motivated by any means, shape, or form. Um, we love to be together, but we seldom are a lot of times. It'll be a whole week before I see Stacy, and um, I try to hide from Jason once <laughs> in a while. But, unsuccessfully. You know, unsuccessfully. <laughs> um, and Gary and I work very close together because we're a member and member services, so that's good. But um, I want to um, just, again, I want people to get to know you guys. I know that they know you're doing a great job at where you are and what you're doing, but I want you to tell me, um, uh, what do you, um, what do you, uh, what do you enjoy most, like right now, other than your puppy, Stacy? So she should probably brought a picture of the puppy, but what do you enjoy most, like right now? I don't know. I want to see a picture of Jason with hair at some point. Yeah. Oh, I can show you. They're that. out there. They're out there. Oh. We, we They're need out. to get that out for everybody to see. Uh, it was on our Facebook page during our it? shutdown, Gary. Were you not paying attention he to was. The Do you know page? how much stuff came through on Facebook while yeah, we were I on shutdown? Absolutely did. Everything got lost. <laughs> all from my all from my living room. Okay. Yeah, there is a picture of him with hair on the face. Go back. Everybody, everybody go look through our Facebook page through. and look for he has uh, a Jason guitar, Mike. a black shirt and a guitar. Oh no, that's no, that was my I had the short hair, right? I had long hair for a long time too. We'll work on that one. We'll get that one posted. So I forget my question already. Just enjoy, what do we what, enjoy? What do we enjoy? Um, I'm kind of boring. I, I like to be around my family. Um, I'm a homebody. As I mentioned earlier, I like to sit on the couch and <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy um, television. But no, I mean, I, I like to travel. Um, as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little... Um, more squimish about it, <laughs> but um, I traveled a lot in, in, in all the years that I swam competitively, and um, so so I like to go on those trips. Even better when they're with my family. Um, my husband and I try to go on a couple trips every year, just us. Uh, I think that's very important to do. Um, Stacy and I travel very well together, except we, we don't do. go anywhere. No, we like, don't. We go to the airport, to the hotel, to the conference, <laughs> the hotel, to the airport. And people are like, did you see any of the city? And we're like, what? No. It's city? It's the driving there was, thing. There was, yeah. We walked around the block once. If we went to like D.C. or New York I, I can City where we, we could get Kansas on the city. metro, that would be great. <laughs> so um, drive. Yeah, no it's, yeah, it's the driving. I'm not real good at, at um, 
something folks don't know about about me. I was 22 years old when I got my license. Um, so I'm speed challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm a late bloomer um, as far as driving. Um, <laughs> you because in know. West Virginia, all you do is ride horses, right? Oh, oh ha, ha, wow. Ha. Oh, yes. Nice. Nice. Boom. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I, 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 I like when someone else is, is, is guiding the way um, and, and taking care of all that. So if I'm the passenger, take me just about anywhere. But if I'm in charge, um, I, I, I'd rather stay home. Which is very strange because you... You do a really good job in leadership. Like you are a take charge kind of person at the job, but not on vacation. Um, Vacations, vacation. As long as, okay, okay. So if someone is taking care of the transportation. Okay. um, She's taking charge. She's going from A to B and that's it. I am, yeah. (laughs) It's very efficient. I'm planning who's going to be in charge of transportation. Um, No, but I just, I just, I like to relax. I I think it's important to have, you know, just, just me time. Um, a, a lot of times we don't know what our schedules are going to be like. Mm-hmm. We, we start the week Such thinking we're going to have one day off. Am I right? And, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're working seven days this week. Yeah. Um, so when I can get that downtime, I, I, I like downtime. Um, I like music. I'm a big music fan. Um, I was supposed to go on two concerts this year and they both got, of course, you know, yeah, destroyed, um, by this COVID business. Um, was really excited for that. But um, no, I just just like to hang out. I like to be with friends. Um, I'm not a thrill seeker. I'm not going to go jump off a bridge bungee jumping or, you know, go skydiving or anything. Those things actually terrify me. Um, but but yeah, just staying home, just staying home, just chilling out, relaxing and good quality family time. Well, I know Jason runs a lot, so he's oh, probably yeah. out running. Absolutely. He's working on the marathon now. So marathons. He's yeah. training. He's training. Yeah. He's, he puts a lot of miles in, but sure. not on so, his So how, how fast can you do a 5K, Jason? Uh, Didn't you say like two hours? <laughs> <laughs> That's my time. That's, That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. So, Jason, tell us about your free time. Oh, well, uh, I uh, love my family. Like Stay said, I like to hang out with the family, have an amazing wife, uh, four great kids, and a really awesome dog. But uh, it basically every if i'm not with them or at work motorcycles run my life everybody was probably waiting for me to fit yeah. that in that <laughs> so, video wait, is, wait, that yeah. video is yeah. on our facebook yeah, page yeah, there's a there's a video i'm quite proud of um <laughs> i i build old harleys and uh, collect them i have 10 currently uh and uh yeah it's it's my passion i love uh old harley davidsons okay gary that's it uh that's it. i like music <laughs> movies but mostly Harley's. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly his motorcycle. I mean, I was waiting for Which working one is your out favorite? stuff like that. Working out, what's my favorite? Your favorite motorcycle the, uh, that you own right now. Currently for sale. Nah, <laughs> none, of, them all. none of them are for sale now. I, I pretty well, much aren't you that. buying another one? I just bought, you buy I bought another one yeah. on, on this weekend, but I sold it years ago to buy my first panhead. If panhead's the type of the cylinder, yeah, it's it'd be a long story. But anyway, I sold this bike to get one that I super want that I still have, and I'll never sell that one. But I got an opportunity to buy it back. It's a 1965 uh, Harley Davidson Sportster. It's really cool. So I got that one this weekend. So that makes ten that I actually have. And uh, I, my favorite is probably I have two. Uh, my 1953 Panhead long bike, and that's actually on. Our, uh, yeah, our, Facebook, our Facebook page. and that thing's 10 foot long and it, it's, uh, it's got a 46 degree range. And just a shout out to Jason. He did start that on the first kick. I did start first kick, first kick. It was, it was a lot of pressure, but he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, when a panhead starts first <laughs> kick, usually it's, it's 20 kicks per how many people are around. 
But uh, my, and I also love, I'm building a 1966 shovel head uh, chopper right now. Uh, it's almost done. I'm waiting on a couple parts, but it's a labor of love. So yeah, I could talk all day about motorcycles. Working out is great. Uh, but at this point doing it for 20 years, it's, I, it's my job. I, I don't talk about a lot about working out when I'm not at the Y. Okay. I kind of, you know, I just do that because I have to at this point, <laughs> honestly. You know, it's wow. funny, Jason, as you say, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm that party pooper on vacations that like, you know, let's go down to the pool, mom. No, yeah, right. No. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I completely relate. No. You are in a pool 45 um, hours a week. Yeah. That's still, you know, and I still work out on vacation. People think I'm nuts, but, and I, if, if I'm not, it's different if you're not, maybe it's maybe better if it wasn't your pool, but if I'm at yeah. another gym on vacation, then it's kind of like, okay, because then I can, you know, people aren't asking me a million questions, which I love questions. I want everybody to be super happy in my department, but sometimes it's nice to, to, to kind of turn that off, you know, but, um, yeah, I still, I love working out. It's a, uh, it's passion. My wife enjoys it too. So her and I, that's one of the things we do together. But, uh, I, uh, I definitely try to think, shut the mind off about fitness when I'm not. And let the wind go in your hair. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) It'd be awesome if I could just get on a bike and leave for like six months, but that's never going to happen. No, it's not. I'm not doing your job. I know. Right. Gary. (laughs) Gary, do my job. uh, Oh yeah. I'll gladly do your job. I know it probably has something to do with Apple computers. No. What, what, what do you? What the, do you? All the technology yeah, sitting here in front of me. Your free time, Just, Gary. Um, tech. 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 <laughs> so pretty much, yeah. It's um, nothing for me to sit down and read articles and stuff like that on just upcoming technology, old technology, even mm. uh, watching videos on anything that might be coming out or, hey, this might be this old is new again. Okay, how is that happening? But we'll find out. Um, same thing, pop culture. And doing with that is another thing I'm into. I like that too. Um, Constantly keeping up to date with it. Um, Same thing. I mean, half of my podcasts that I do listen to are about pop culture and the other half is technology. So you you need to know anything about the eight track tape, eight track player. They are never coming back. Sorry. Oh, I collect vinyl. I love vinyl. Vinyl will come back. back. What's already come back. It outsells CDs now. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) Does. Fun. You fact. didn't know that? I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah, vinyl on sell CDs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What you learn from the yeah. why. Yeah, you never know. You never know what you're going to learn. All right. Yeah. So tech, tech, and tech, more tech. Just tech, yeah, in general. That's, I mean, I call myself the extreme alpha geek for a reason. Mm-hmm. All right. So this brings us to the part of our episode that is called the 10 question speed round. Ugh. You can only pass once. I just glanced at the first one. These are oh, only Jason's awesome. questions, so don't cheat. Why am I the I first one? Stacy does a great job. She can well talk because for the next two hours, and I can just sit here. <laughs> Please, because Stacey. I really do think you're going to do great at these. I've lined these questions up specifically for Jason Ike, oh, awesome. health and wellness director. Oh, no Jason, how much coffee do you drink in one? <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. Like she always, you drink a lot of coffee too, dear. I do. No. Not as much as me. These uh, questions are for you, and this is a speed round. Oh, How much coffee do you drink? Six cups a day. That's not all that much. We do not recommend that at all. It may be more than that. What is your favorite free weight exercise? Dumbbell bench press. Ah, at least how fast you said it did that. What exercise can you not do, or do you hate? Uh, 
barbell squats. Ah, I thought you were going to say running. Yeah. <laughs> running. <laughs> but my, my shoulders Gary jacked was up. I can do front squats, but I can't do barbell back squats. Ah. Can you do a barbell back squat? Sure. Do you even know what it is? Can you she demonstrate this for us, so. Jill? <laughs> no. Where did you graduate? Strasburg High School. What is your favorite band or song? Metallica. What uh, do you have a nickname? Uh, Jay. Jace. Jace. Favorite place to dine locally? Oh, geez. What is my favorite place to dine locally? Hog heaven. Did you get an allowance as a kid? No. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you got your first job? 16. And what is your favorite sport to watch? Mixed martial arts. Yeah. Very good, Jason Ike. You oh. have passed your 10 questions. That was, a, that was a lot of pressure. And I, that wasn't that bad. You didn't give him an A on there. Like yeah. A star or anything. Give him a How much later. coffee do you drink? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would set you at ease. Stacey Harlan, what is your favorite swim stroke? Oh, backstroke. What age would you like to rel- relive? Uh, 13. That was the first year I qualified for nationals. Oh. That was pretty cool. Where did you graduate? I graduated from Capitol High School in Charleston, West Virginia. Go Cougars. Last TV show you watched? Um, okay, so my husband and I are currently watching <laughs> Last Chance You. She has to think about that. Last Chance You on Netflix. Um, pretty interesting. Do you have a nickname? Currently? <laughs> I, I sense a story there. So um, I can't think of one currently. When I was growing up, um, the... the the, the kids on the swim team called me Downtown Stacy Brown. Oh, downtown that's a good one. Oh, we are I love that. that. My maiden <laughs> name was Brown, so Downtown Stacy Brown. Downtown Stacy Brown. I, yeah, I'm going to make you the co-host next break, time. Break oh, into no, we don't around. need to do that. that. There awesome. may be copyright issues with that. <laughs> Favorite book or quote? Favorite book or quote? Um. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm not going to say it word for word, but I have one actually hanging in my office that says, in a nutshell, um, there are people out there waiting, holding their breath, waiting for you to fail. Make sure they suffocate. That's a good one. I like that. Awesome. Very yeah. good. Favorite place to dine locally? A little shout out to our... our uh, Probably Sammy Sue's. Yeah, Sammy Sue's. Yeah. Are you a morning, noon, or night person? Oh, I'm a night person. Did you get an allowance as a kid? No. And how old were you when you got your first job? I was 15. Taught swim lessons. Awesome. Were you cheating? <laughs> were you looking over my shoulder? Yeah, he told I was me. looking at was her. Was he looking over my shoulder? Oh, he did so. I was looking at her, but I know she was repeating a lot of the same questions. Though, well, that's how yeah, observant I am. I He's prepared. I was trying to, you know. <laughs> Favorite video game? Ugh, anything Mario or Zelda? Zelda? Zelda's great. Yeah, Zelda. Well, it's on Nintendo. Well, if that's Nintendo, but if we flip over and we go uh, PlayStation, that'd be any of the Arkham games, which is Batman, by the way, for anybody listening, or the Assassin's Creed. See, you didn't specify system. I'm like Atari and (laughs) Pong. Pong. Pong's a good one, yeah. (laughs) Frogger. Frogger. Pole position on the Atari. Pole position. That was my favorite. Absolutely on the actual machine. Asteroids. Asteroids. Yeah, that's a good one too. Galaga. Um. (laughs) <laughs> favorite new gadget 
ooh, that's out now or coming out in the future? Well, anything Apple, I know, I know we've got new iPhones coming out in the fall, so that'll be there, Apple Watch in the fall and all that. So, yeah, anything uh, new. Anything new. Uh-huh. Where did you graduate? Tuscarora Central Catholic. What is your favorite band or song? Ooh, because I don't listen to much music. Well, this shouldn't be hard then. You only well, that, know one that, song. We gotta educate him, Stacy. when the lights went out. She asked me about my favorite. <laughs> I know, book. Probably, Stacey, uh, We gotta do some Pearl Jam it's for because Stacey. I I know that Stacy reads. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, favorite song rotates depending on what I'm in the mood for. If I'm listening to country, it's newer country. That'd be the Boys Around Here by Blake Shelton. But if I'm listening to '90s, it'd be anything grunge, pretty much. So, yeah, grunge. Yeah, or if I'm like in a really angry mood, I listen to metal. So. <laughs> If I'm mellowing you out, I listen to classical. I, I pretty much always listen <laughs> to metal. metal. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I said that. So. Angry. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? Because Gary opened the Y this morning. So technically my breakfast was my dinner. And uh, yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah, it was because I woke did up. Did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, yeah, chicken, green beans, and uh, potatoes. Uh, for breakfast? Yeah, because that was, that was te- your dinner. dinner. Yeah. It's a pretty good dinner there, Gary. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. Did you cook it yourself? Oh. That wasn't one of your questions. <laughs> favorite, favorite place to dine locally? Used to be the Tinwood Tavern until it burned down. Oh, uh, yeah, that's there. a shame. Mm, yeah. Sorry to hear that. So you're not eating anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't go out She's anymore. Not, really, really He's got since, jokes. Since, since COVID, I really haven't been eating out. You should out, be no. a podcast I, host. At, you're good at this. I, talked, I, I have talked to people to let me be a DJ for the day. And I think you should. They won't let me do I, it. I, I don't think. know why, because I think I could do it. Did you get an allowance as a kid? For about two years, I did, from 12 to 14. Ah, so how old were you when you got your first job and <laughs> lost 14. your allowances? 14, <laughs> yeah. right. Morning, noon, or night person. And Gary, do you know what time it is right now? I can dance. Yeah, I should be at home in bed. No. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I'm actually a night person, which is really odd that I'm actually going in to open the Y at 5 a.m. We're impressed, actually. I'm waking up now, now when I would be going to bed. Impressed means we. he's only done it, what, like three days? This is my second week. I enjoy I enjoy going out there at six a.m. and talking like, to him. Being like, yeah, I've been seeing a lot more like Jason. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did you enjoy the podcast? Yes, this is very enjoyable. Reading, you did a stuff. really good job. Like how I ended that. So this is just part of the team at the Tuscarawas County YMCA. We are privileged to um, work with an amazing staff like child care director Jade Baffo and youth sports director Zita Blyle, along with our dynamic CEO named Tiffany Fox, which we will definitely have back on um, at a later date. Um, and I think I circled one more question, uh. which is. Uh, Stacy, what do you want people to remember about you? <laughs> um, I guess just that other than that, you, you know how to swim. Yeah. That's, She's so much more than that. I know how to swim. <laughs> um, so much more. I, I'm kind of a softy. People don't know that about me, but um, I'm, I'm really touched by anybody who has a need or a challenge out there. And, um, needs help. It just needs somebody to, to, even if it's just sitting and listening and, 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 you know, saying, Hey, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, I, I want, I, I would hope that people would know that I, I see that even though I kind of aquatics is kind of a hard 
thing to be a part of because it's so black and white. You have to be so strict and you, and you have to make sure certain things don't happen so that people are safe. Um, I, I do know how to be flexible. I do know how to, <laughs> I do know how to, to, to veer into that gray area when, when the need arises. And, and I would hope that people would see me as someone who sees someone who, who can do more than what they're doing and encourage them to, to do it. And um, the water is a great way to do that mentioned earlier about the folks that would never do a land class because everyone will be watching me. Um, or mm -hmm. that adult that says, oh, I've, I was thrown in at a, a, as a, you know, three-year-old and I'll never swim again. I always tell people it's never too late. Um, make that your, you know, your, your goal, that there's something you want to do. Um, I just, I, I would hope they know that I do my best to motivate people and make them better people. Um, and when they're down on themselves and say, ah, I can't do that, that would never happen. You know, well, why not? You're the only one who can make that true. So, um, you know, just that I like to help people. Awesome. Jason, yeah. what about you? What do you want people to remember you? Uh, I just, I try to mean what I mean, what I say and say what I do, what I say. I try to have that integrity to people think, okay, well, if this guy tells you something, it's going to be true to the best of my knowledge. I try to just have that integrity. Sometimes I probably fail at that, but <laughs> I try. Gary, what do you think? What do you want people to remember you about you? That I'm really good with technology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my Have you noticed gosh, a theme? Going we got to get you out more. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, yes. No, just that you know I'm, that I'm always there for people. Whether like Stacy said, just to listen if they just need to vent a little bit. Um, able to help. You know, if you have a, something you need help with solving a problem, you know, I'm a sounding board. I can give you options. You know, stuff like that. You can solve it with technology. Can solve you can like, solve almost everything with technology, <laughs> or like, you can use technology to find a solution. Like the anti-technology, just ride, <laughs> ride sixty-year-old bikes. You can help with a lot of prayer. <laughs> oh yeah, Central Catholic. Remember yeah, grad? <laughs> technology and prayer can get you everywhere. Um, so uh, any other comments? Anything else you want to share with our ten million listeners ten million. that will be listening be, to this? Wow, that number went end. up. Have you been throwing numbers at her this whole time over there? I, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. climbing our by guy, the second. our guy off the screen over there. Um, he has been been leading us the whole way. He is the wizard behind the curtain, right? Do not look behind the curtain, folks. No. Just don't do it. Um, so, okay. So, uh, challenge for all of you listeners out there, we'd like you to send your questions and your topics and, uh, maybe your guest requests to me, um, Kathleen at tuskymca.org. Um, we also are looking for a podcast sponsor. So if you would love to connect with the Y in that way and help us bring future podcasts out there to everyone, again, you could contact me at the Y or just call the Y if you've already forgotten my name <laughs> and ask for the marketing director and I can chat with you about that. Um, we also want to remind you that we have a few opportunities out there for you to support the Y. Um, if you are just wanting to support us uh, by giving a donation, you can um, do that on our website at TUSCYMCA.org. Um, you can also join us for classes coming up this fall, starting September 8th. Um, and our complete line of upcoming programs and classes for you and your family can be found at that website as well. Just click the button marked program guide. And our 19th annual Jack Marsh golf outing is coming up at Oak Shadows Golf Course on Thursday, September 17th. 
And um, hey, if you want to give, volunteer, become a member, or if you want to become part of our staff, we are looking always for yes, <laughs> uh, lots of people, uh, child care people. We are looking for child watch people. We are looking for lifeguards. Um, and we're always looking for people who want to energize and motivate and inspire people and um, become part of the who, what, when, where, and why podcast. So thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. See you next time.